Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. So... Yesterday, I left the Sirius XM studios in Hollywood, headed straight for the airport. The studios are spectacular. I always enjoyed being in the SXM studios on the West Coast previously, but since, I guess, the beginning of the pandemic, Sirius XM moved. And so they have this spectacular facility now in Hollywood, not far, by the way, from the record plant, for those who who know that point of reference and uh, I was eager to see it, especially ha- after hearing Howard talk about, has it been two years since he was there? I mean, Howard did a West Coast stop and had this extraordinary lineup of celebrity guests. And then just a week or so ago, he had Miley Cyrus and Metallica. They were in the SXM studio in California, which only made me more eager to see and, and envious to experience uh, the facility that's been constructed out there. So I finally had the opportunity to broadcast from there for the last two days, and it was really special and also a ghost town. I, I think that I was the only person doing a live program because of the residual impact, and I had to get the app on my phone, and they wanted proof of vaccination. I mean, they've, they've really, and I'm not critical, I, I'm totally into it, but they've really taken seriously COVID measures in the SXM studio. So it was fun for me to be there. Really great. But I I left yesterday uh, when the local time was 8.30 a.m. So my body clock said otherwise. I told, I was being driven to the airport, told my driver that I wanted him because I knew the neighborhood. And I said, take me over to Pink's for a hot dog on the way out of town. Unfortunately, we go over to Pink's. It's now, you know, 8.40 a.m., and they don't open till 9.30. Like, what's the deal on that? If you were in Philadelphia and you wanted to eat a cheesesteak and you were going to Pat's, it's 24-7. It's 24-7. So, okay, Pink's wasn't open till 9.30. That's not going to work. All right, I said, take me to the In-N-Out Burger by LAX because I know that one. And I thought that would be awfully convenient. I could, I could just throw down a burger and then I could go. In-N-Out, they don't open till 10.30. Like, what is going on out there? So so now I am on the phone with Don Baldini because I, I know that he will know where I should go to eat in between 
Hollywood and LAX. And he and by the way, of course, he immediately said, go to Dinah's on Sepulveda and get the chicken and waffles. And I said, I don't know if I'm in the mood for chicken and waffles. He said, well, you know, it's a really cool place. Believe me, they'll be open. And do you remember in the dude, the great diner scene? I'm like, yeah, I, I saw the dude recently. The big Lebowski is what I'm talking about. And he said, well, that's where they filmed. I mean, all right, I'll, I'll go over there. So I'm going back and forth with him. And in the midst of my conversation about whether to eat chicken and waffles at Dinah's on my iPhone pops the image of a newborn. Thin Grace Wire had just entered this world one month early, looking glorious. He and mom are healthy. And that is how I learned yesterday that I am a grandfather. I am beside myself. I've been beside myself since yesterday. Congratulations. Whew. That is the biggest news. I keep and, and the, like many, many pictures have been taken. Oh. And one of them, I, you know, I, I, I got family permission to do this because typically I would not be permitted. One of them I put on Instagram mm. uh, of mom and dad and their and, son. And oh, the my God. I can't believe I'm saying Michigan. that. Um, it's a glorious picture. I have to say that I'm partial to the first picture taken of him. But I, I thought, I, first of all, I didn't want to embarrass our daughter and son-in-law and, you know, put a picture up that they wouldn't approve of and so on and so forth. But he, he's like, he's just come out. And there is this, there is this look of, where, where, where am I? And what, <laughs> wonderment. What's going, wonderment. <laughs> wonderment. Bewilderment. Yeah. Well, imagine, it, and and I, he's he in was, like this. He was little, awfully soft and comfortable in there, and all of a sudden, it's loud. I, it, it I might can, be kind of cold. I still can't believe that twenty four <laughs> hours ago, like you know, he was in her tummy, and now he's in the world. Yep, it's a miracle. It is a miracle and, every single time. And he's like initially wrapped in this burlap sack. It's and, not a burlap and he's like, sack. What? It's what? the typical. Huh? That what? is the typical newborn blanket in the hospital. Stripes of pink and blue. So yesterday was his birthday. Amazing. I think someone in fam chat, because we were looking for who else, you know, how these things get carried away. Mm-hmm. And somebody said that, uh, like, who else had a birthday yesterday? I think like Kim Jong-un's wife or something. <laughs> well, there you go. So, so well, Finn, Finn, Finn can own it. Right. Finn can it's own it if that's all Finn's you got. Birthday. Finn can own it. So, look, I didn't. I didn't say a word until yesterday. I, I didn't say a word for the last uh, eight months because I, I thought it would be inappropriate <laughs> and, and I didn't want to jinx anything. And then there was the Q&A at the then, Reagan Library. Right. And and so I, I'll tell just a wee bit more. So for the last <laughs> couple of days, she's been in the hospital because we've been concerned. Doctors have been concerned. And uh, well, there a month, was just a, a month need... early is no joke. Yeah, I mean he's a little smudgekin when you see he him. He is. He's yeah. a tiny little guy. Yeah, he is a tiny. He, he's, hey. he's, he's, he's he's so tiny that I, my wife and I, we can't go no. see him because he's, he's in the NICU. Hey, small but mighty. That's what I look when I yeah. see that little face. I'm like, this kid's a fighter. Well, Wa- just just watch look out. at that little face laying on his mother's chest oh. in my Instagram account. So, by the way, very alert. You know what I mean? Like some newborn, some like preemies, real preemies, they just don't even know what's going on. He's he's looking around. He looks great, and he's got some cheek fat. Yeah, he does. You know yeah, what I that, mean? For the first, the first, fat. the first pick is the <laughs> is the funny one. 
But if you if you don't know what a what a you know newborn looks like, you might think, wow, what's what's going on there? Well, think what they just went through. Exactly. Are you kidding me? It's a freaking battle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a battle zone. <laughs> and you're 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 right. I got excited Monday night at the Reagan Library. I, I started getting you know that I woke up to texts and tweets about it. Like okay, the people who were there, mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, I knew you know Michael's personal news, and I'm like, I oh knew, god, what I did, well, you what did, did he know. say? I mean, well, you, I know you I knew. knew. You knew that she was expecting, uh, of course. But what? But but I was shocked, shocked that you said something. What happened? It was the final. <laughs> I said this yesterday. I'll briefly repeat it. It was the final question of the night, and it was a friend of mine in the audience. It was it was a friend of mine, David Friendly, who is a Hollywood guy with some serious credits behind him. And David raised his hand. Of course, I called on David. David said, what's the most difficult question that you get in a setting like this? And I said, the most difficult question that I get is when people say to me, who was your favorite guest? Because I know I know who wasn't my favorite guest. My favorite guest was not a president or member of the media or a celebrity. They're always great to have on the air, but they don't. They don't, frankly, provide the most stimulating talk and dialogue. My favorite guests or segments on the air are the Larry David slice of life things. Those issues that are neither by definition left or right, but about which we all have opinions. And so I said to him, and this is where I let the cat out of the bag. I said, I, I, you know, I wish I had an example top of mind and I never seem to be able to remember a good Seinfeld curb kind of example but then and here's where I spilled the beans I said I expect it very soon I'm going to have a conversation on my radio program as to what you want to be called if you are a grandmother or a grandfather and then it was then it was you know all hell had broken loose and exactly. I had shared with the audience. And then as people were coming through the book signing line. But did you say line, it was like going to happen any second then or did you not? I don't know what I said. I I, what all I, I know said. is I regretted it the moment that I said it. It felt no. good. You know what? It felt good at the time. But then I thought, oh, geez, you know, this is going to happen within the next 48 hours. I'm hoping I'm going to get home in and time. And guess what? You did and you didn't jinx it. And it's all good. And, and then, it's all good. And then people were coming through the book signing line and they were saying to me, you know, here's what you should be called. And they were offering all sort of uh, suggestions. It's funny because my wife and I are of an age where our contemporaries are going through the exact same thing, celebrating now becoming grandparents. I can't believe I'm on air as a grandparent. I, I remember the birth of each of our children when I would be do. on the air and talking about, you know, hey, yeah. and, and telling those stories. It's funny, though, because some of the contemporaries and I. I sense that it's more the women than the men. Like my guy friends are totally embracing of the. It's not that they're they're hesitant to be grandmothers, but the idea of being called grandmother is unsettling <laughs> to some of the women in our orbit. That's funny. Not my wife. Yeah. Totally into this, like you can't imagine. I can. I can imagine. But, but and you and frankly, you could call my wife anything. He could call my wife anything he wants to. Right. Although she's got a name, she's got a name picked out. But I feel, I feel really ready. I feel really, really ready for this, and am really, really excited about it. And so, wait, what do you want to be called? Okay, so because if you don't pick, 
He will. Right. Well, right. I, I mean, I, OK, I think I he's he's already walking and talking. But oh, I yeah. think I have a little bit of he's time. He's practically on... you know, driving. I, I think <laughs> he's picking me up after the he's show. He's applying today. to college, whatever. So very advanced. Um, so so I've been thinking about it and I don't have an answer. But here it is. Here it is, David Friendly. Here's, oh, here we go. Here's the radio segment here that I go. promised you. It, it better live up to its billing. The short answer is I don't know what I want to be called, but I have ideas. Okay. Now. But not like grandpa. Well, I'm not ruling anything out. Okay, not I, I'm, I'm just I'm just walking through the progression of my thinking, which is not yet at a conclusion, but it it's it's this. My father gone 3 years ago in October in like 2 weeks, October mm. 11. Um my dad was pops to our kids. And there would be like ballot confusion if I became pops. Ah, I can't pops can't is, do that. Even it's though taken. even though my dad is no longer with us, you know, I don't want to diminish the memory of my father or just confuse things. Not or confuse it wouldn't diminish things. things but you I know because if we if we refer to pops at my house, everybody knows who you're talking about. Got it. So that's off limits. Got it. So my mother's father, I never knew. I never knew. I never had a name for him. If if I did, I would still hold that in reverence and I wouldn't want to use it either. Okay. That makes sense. So uh, then I think about, I think about my father's father who I did know briefly, very vague recollection, but I I, I have this image of him with a cigar in his mouth and a, and a a white short sleeved, you know, Oxford cloth shirt and kind of a barrel chested, big bellied guy. And, um, he was Papap to me. Papap. I like right. that. So I have been thinking Papap. I like Papap. I have been thinking Papap. strike me as Papap or Papap. And so Papap has been my idea. But on, on the plane ride home last night, I got to thinking of something else. Mm. So Papap is on the list. Okay. I could be Papap and that would, I really, I really want to. shorten it to Pap too, which I kind of like too. Pap. Pap. There's Pap. Pap. I don't know. That sounds like a test. That sounds oh, like a like feminine a test. Yeah. I don't think I'm going. <laughs> okay, I don't think pap, I'm going. Pap, I think I'm going yeah. um, so, so I, I have been thinking that what I want to do, I don't want to pick out a random name. Okay. I don't want to pick out a random name. I want to do a name. Like I, I have the opportunity to rename myself right Correct, now. Correct. You do. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, it's not just going to be for little Finn. Right. This is now for everybody. Oh, the by whole the way, by the way, by the way, Finn, I love this. Finn is an homage to my wife's family history, which I think is really cool. How so? The name Finney is is in her lineage. That's neat. And and so they considered a lot of names and they came up with Finn. I'm I, and I love that name. I think that's a very cool name. Finn. I, I you know that's the name of my sister's third boy. Is that so right? So my sister is married to Norwegian mm. and they had to have names that worked in both Norway and the United States. So their boys are Andreas, Marcus, and Finn. Mm. And I just saw Finn last weekend. Finn's middle name is Grayson. Grace with an N. Now, do you remember why we would do that? I know exactly why you would do that. For Grace. For Grace, right. And and people who may may remember the column that I wrote about Grace. Grace was someone who, who, if I say she worked for us, that's not fair because she was a beloved family friend who was a fixture in our house all while we were raising our kids. And uh, I wrote a column about Grace that I later delivered as a eulogy at her funeral. But Grace was 
Grace was very instrumental in in our daughter's early care. And ooh, it's it's just kind of touches me to even think that she wanted to name. So I love. And then you just wish Grace knew. Oh, she then knows. you think she knows, right? She knows. Well, listen to you. She knows. You're getting. You're. This is Oof. good. This is really moving. Okay, so you, Michael. so what I've decided. I like this new so pap what, app. I, what I've. <laughs> this is great. So what I've decided is I want to. I don't know the name, but I want to do something. I don't want to just pick out some random thing. I want to do something with meaning. So here was my thought process. You know, I'm all caught up in genealogy and roots and this discovery. I've always known my mother's side of the family coming from the former Yugoslavia, uh, have recently now discovered the real nature of my roots on my father's side of the family. We are Carpatho-Rusin. My grandmother, my paternal grandmother was Italian, although I think really was Albanian. And I was thinking that my great-grandfather on my father's side, see what you think of this, my great-grandfather okay. on my father's side, you heard me tell the story about him founding a church and the church recently closed and I wanted you to buy the church. Him. Yeah. So he was Elias. He was Elias. Mm-hmm. He was Elias Smerikanich. Mm-hmm. Do anything for you? You want to be called Elias? I'm just throwing it out Maybe. there. Maybe. Okay, then I thought, then I if thought. If it's something that's meaningful for you, and by the way, it also is helpful if a child can pronounce it. So I'm not sure how fast a child can, Eli- can pronounce Elias. And it might just sound odd, like who's Elias? I don't know. Okay, well, make it work. hold on. I got, I've got two okay, more. Okay, what else? So I looked up in Slovak, mm. in Slovak, Dodik, D-A-D-E-K, Dodik. Now, I don't want to get I don't want to be mixed up with his father if he's daddy. I don't and I'm Dodic. You know, that might not that might not work or oh, wait, or, hang on the Slovenian pronunciation. You want to hear it? Yeah, it's D.E. D.E.D.E.K. Well, that's what this one says. Hang on. Not sure. Dedek. 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 What do you think? I, I think it could be confused with Dada. with daddy. Yeah. Dada or daddy. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, too much. I don't, too much. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about this? I, I, and this is hard because the the directory is like when I when I when I speak uh, to someone who is a speaker of Spanish. I have this great app on my phone where I sit there and have a, a, f- a full conversation through I've, my. I've phone. done similarly. Well, yeah. I can't do it with Rusin. Not so much. R U S Y N, not Russian. Okay. Hang on. Because, Let me check that. Right. So I I think, and I've, I'm trying to reach my guy. Uh, Rich Custer, because he's he's my link to the Carpatho Rusin community. I want to know how do you say grandfather in Rusin, and I think it's Gedo, G E D O, G E D O, G E D O. And I thought that would be. I, I'm not positive on the pronunciation, but I thought that would be like a neat thing. I want to embrace. You know, I want to like kind of embrace my genealogy. That's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Or I could just be grandpa. The thing is, you do have to make a decision because I have a friend, actually, um, one of Joey's college roommates, who's married to one of my roommates. How about that? And his two, I just, this sticks out in my memory. They, the kids named the grandmothers. And so his two grandmothers were Gumma and Rara. And I remember that from college. I remember him having two grandmothers, Gumma and Rara. Mm Mm-hmm. You could be one of those if well, you're not I, careful. I, mean, I could, well, but, that's, but, <laughs> but I kind of love those. It's not such a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm putting too much thought into this and that I shouldn't do anything. 
and just let it evolve. No, I think you should Except have then, a plan and then see what happens. And maybe Finn will mispronounce whatever it is and then come up with his own thing. Mm. He seems very independent. Right. And really opinionated. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like his grandfather. Have, have you crossed this Rubicon yourself? And what advice might you give me? Ashley, I hope you're in Knoxville, Tennessee. Greetings to you. What thoughts do you have? I am in Knoxville. Nice to speak to you. I love this subject. So I did Ancestry.com about 10 years ago when my dad passed away. And my grandmother's father left when she was a baby. And we never knew anything about him. And we found her birth certificate, which, by the way, she's 100 and still alive. Um, And we found out that her, her father's family was Jewish, which was a big deal because she had hidden that from us. And so when I got some names and plugged them in, I found out that her grandmother spoke Yiddish. And her bubby? I believe if I her but yes, so that's what her I bubby. want to be. Yes. So you want to you want to so be bubby. I want to be bubby. I think it's so cute. <laughs> I think I wish my grandmother would have known her bubby cuz I hear she was wonderful. She's like the dream grandmother, you know. I, I ended up speaking with family members. Um, so I want to be Bubby. I love that. I, I and and my, <laughs> you know, be, because I've similarly been turned on by ancestry and that whole exploration. It, it has been, it's been this ongoing process for me for decades. And I, no matter how long I live, I'll never complete that task. It's it, it for me. It's not right. the kind of thing where I'll be writing a, a you know a definitive summary and putting it on a shelf. I I just love going back to it and rediscovering when you have time. But I think I want to do this. I want to do something that is tethered to family history. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I have no idea what the grandfather name is. Obviously, you might know, but. I would like for my husband to be Poppy, and I'm hoping that they'll mispronounce it as Poopy. (laughs) (laughs) I think you will get your wish. Well, thank you for that. Good luck, Ashley. I I appreciate it very much. In Port St. Lucie, Florida, this is Gary. Gary, your thoughts are what? Hey, Michael. How are you, sir? First of all, let me say, I'm one of those former fourth-hour Howard Stern listeners. During the pandemic, when Howard spent all his time on Ronnie's sex life, I came over to you full-time. And I don't regret a minute. I love your show. Okay, you're nice to say that, but I'm still interested in Ronnie's sex life. I'm not. I, Ronnie, being a gay man, Ronnie and Brett's sex life are the last thing I want to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. So, so having said that, oh, wait a minute. Wait, I, wait. I've man, just been. Wait a minute. I, can I just I say, Gary? Woman, Gary? 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 Hang on. Okay. I've just been cautioned yeah. by TC that. I'm a grandfather now. I'm sorry, Michael. And I, I can no longer no, participate in, in that kind of conversation. You, you have to go, Gary. Thank you very much. Yes, you have we'll to change, listen to Gary. We'll <laughs> I recently became a grandfather. I have a son from a previous marriage, and I am now remarried to my husband. And we are debating that whole grandfather name thing. My, my grandson is 10 months old, so soon that's going to be coming an issue. My grandfather was grandpa until we all metamorphosed it into, into Gramps. So I want to be Gramps. That was what we called, that was the nickname for Grandpa growing up with my grandfather. Yeah, and yours is, again, an homage to your grandfather. Correct. Who was yeah, very, I, very, very special to me growing up. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's how I'm looking at it, and I'm not rushed. I don't have to. You're right. I mean, you're you've got, yeah. you've got ten months. You haven't decide. I mean, I don't have to decide this today. I'm just telling you and, what I'm thinking today. And my situation being being having a husband, he's got to pick a name, so he's going to be Grandpa, and I'm going to be Gramps. <laughs> Well, good luck. I hope it works out, Gary. Thank you for that. And I appreciate high, it, mate. Take care. High, pra- high praise, but I don't wish to take anyone from, from, from the king. I really don't. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.